Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 180 of Millennial Movie Talk. I am your host, Michael, joined always by the wonderful Alex. Hello. And the equally wonderful Brain. Equal? Yay. Everyone's Hello. equal. Equal. We're all equal. We're all here. How are we doing today, gents? Oh, Great. How are you? I'm good. That's good. That That's is good. I'm glad. That is good. Doing well. We've, uh... Yep. We, uh, I was, I, I thought there all was good. an internet, I thought all, there was lag there, but it might have just been my brain. All, all good, all here, all ready to go. Goddamn. We We've seen new things this week. Yeah. So watch out, we everyone, have. because... Yeah. It's, a, uh, it's a jam-packed show full of new things. It's a jam-packed show. We've seen two things. You know, we're re we've really gone wild. And maybe some other stuff. Alex has his paperwork ready. <laughs> no, I just found it. Someone printed something. He's got his yeah. formal document. Okay, let now before we get into any movies, what has someone in your family printed? Or is I... it actually you can't actually talk about it on the internet? No, I, I can't talk about it on the internet, but it looks like it appears to be a budget for a Ooh. a wedding. Oh. So so a lot of numbers. You, Alex, you got some news for us? I'm not getting Waste of money. Clearly, I can see here. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a I big mean, number? That's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's more than in my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Bless. If you want to help that bank account, support us on patreon.com slash talk. Chuck us a buck or two. Uh, now, which, which film uh, do we want to get into like first? Then. Um, let's do the one that's hidden top of the charts at the moment. The big, 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 every, everything. It's, it's successful. It's sad. It's awesome. Uh, it's long. She said. It is. Uh, we are going to be talking about the latest to hit the Marvel Cinematic Universe from, uh, the wonderful Ryan Coogler and the incredible team behind, uh, this flick. Black Panther in Wakanda Water. Forever. You can say the title. It's okay. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. No, Brain, say it with a bit of extra flair. Say oh. how all the white men are saying it. Wakanda Forever. Is that how you yeah, wanted it? Yeah, all the, all the white people say it with the African accent. Yep, that's it. We're horrible. Bless. Anyway. So now uh, you get anyway, to enjoy... What I'm sure is a really exclusive corner of the internet of um, three white guys talk about Black Panther Wakanda forever. Um, <laughs> I fucking loved this movie. Yeah, I, I genuinely enjoyed this one. Definitely like it better than the first one. From memory, I feel like the, second, <laughs> the, the first one deserves a rewatch at some point, but... Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's that's only gonna... It's only like sad with age like i feel like even watching the end of infinity war like where you watch t'challa turn to dust is really fucking sad it's tough yeah. to watch now just with context but uh yeah goddamn that's so bad okay that's fine <laughs> now it's fine now it's okay because they're white <laughs> yeah bless but uh yeah i absolutely I fucking loved this movie. Um, mind you, I I can't give it a perfect score. It was really long. There's so much in this movie. Yeah, we genuinely thought something was wrong with you when you didn't give it five stars. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was this close. If I could have given it a 4.75, I would have given was, it a 4.75. It was, it was just this much too long. It was this much too long. And without spoilers straight away, it was two characters too long. <laughs> mm. Mm. For the podcast listeners, Alex has changed his name to Alexander the Whitest Lamb. Oh, it's a title he wears with pride. Bless. White pr no. Uh, Alex, what did you think of the movie? Uh, as a white male, I thought... I gotta, as, a, as, as a white male, I've got to put my two cents in on this, uh, on this film that celebrates um culture and 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 history something you're very unfamiliar with no i have a lot of culture right i'm very cultural i go to a lot of a lot of gatherings. meetings and <laughs> gatherings you go larping go larping you know 
man of culture. I do enjoy some Chinese food. And, Asian um, Asian Chinese food. I uh, sorry, some Australian Asian. Chinese food. Yeah, no, I get a margarita pizza from the pizza Whoa. shop. And, uh, Watch out. That doesn't and even have know, pineapples on it. Man with culture, they call me. I'm the cultural one of the group. We all know this. Yep. And uh, I sat culture down king. with Michael, Michael next to me. They called, I shop with them. I got my shoes from there. I saw, you know, they send me text messages during the day. Um, <laughs> what, just you up? <laughs> you up, <want> more <laughs> shoes. Um, so Michael and I sat down. We went to go watch the Black Panther movie. The Black Panther. We did. We did. No Forrest Whitaker in this one. Rip. No. Rip. He's alive, but he's, I think he's dead. Yeah. Canon in the film. <laughs> Good, good, yeah. Oh, this good is the safe. wrong movie to joke about. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so sat down. Black Panther, we're going to forever. Here we go. Uh, notoriously not a fan of the first film. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I always thought that, that film's two films in one. One of them great. One of them pretty bad. Um, so, uh, I was glad to see that this one kind of stuck to the one, the one plot. Yeah, the one movie, the one plot. It is giving you um, that one plot and plenty of it. I do think do. going to negatives straight away. I oh, know. Right, Whoa. Um, I agree. There's certain characters and certain plot lines that have a big presence in the film that we can just snip out. Probably cut about 15 minutes out of it. There's probably about 30 minutes of the movie. You could just altogether. Cut. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like that checks out a lot. I think 15 minutes. Definitely. I feel like you might start to lose a little bit if you start to push it a little bit too far. But mind you, it's mm. a long movie. Yeah, but yeah, in, I think with, you could in really the counterpoint, it doesn't like you don't feel it. It's not like one of these movies. It's just it is long. I feel mm. like maybe in a second watch it may feel a bit long, but that initial bit, like what it didn't feel long. I thought like we sort of got to when you. Knew Act Three was about to be in, and I thought that was still a good hour. I didn't think we were that far in, mm. but yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, with that, I I think there is probably about twenty to thirty minutes you could just snip, snip throughout the film. Certain characters don't know what Martin Freeman's doing in the film. Um, <laughs> I th- very, very <laughs> honestly, much- watching Martin Freeman appear on this screen just feels like going. Oh, they they had to try and have at least one white person in this movie. You see, I just think that the, the Martin Freeman storyline was definitely what Marvel wanted in the film. Yeah, definitely. it's yeah it it's so unnecessary to the story that they're telling. You you it get was, the setup for the plot purely for, like this is we're trying to avoid spoilers for now. Um, you get everything you need to set up the overall plot of the film. Just with uh, the Queen at the like UN meeting, um, yeah, which is early on, and I mean, you I... don't need the continuous follow up yeah. with the other white people. Yeah. Like well, Martin, Martin Freeman has the utility at early on in the movie. Like he he has his one useful bit, yeah, and then it, it does kind of stick with him a lot. Even it that really could have just been me. like a fun little cameo because like, hey, yeah. I think that's one. where it should have ended. I yep. think he should have only been there to guide the characters to that the new character they introduced in this film. Yep. And then I think he should have been gone after that. Who talk about new characters in this film. Absolutely love them. They are excellent. They're really, really good. Yeah. 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 I like I like uh, the introduction of Riri Williams. Yeah. She's, she's, she's so spoiler. funny and so fun and so cool. I'm. I would have. I'm interested to see if it benefits that she was introduced in this movie instead of her own solo project. Yeah, um, I. F- I kind of feel like they've. They were touching on like enough of her origin story ish that like they probably won't like delve into it too far. I imagine. So do you reckon yeah, that'd be um, more flashbacky stuff if they in her own solo yeah, stuff? Yeah, maybe more than closer to like that. actual dedicated runtime to it. Yeah. I also have realized over the past week that Killmonger and Namor, mm. same motive, same villain. Yep. They want to do the same thing. Yeah. Mm. So that's you know. We're doing the same thing. That is um, that is definitely addressed in the film, though. I will I'll give it yeah. that. But, like, you can address it, but, like, 
still there. Still there. Mm. Yeah. Um, look, for what I suppose, I thought May Moore was pretty cool. The actor did a good job. Mm. Um, I think he did great. I, the, I think world, the... the world building of it, like all the Namor stuff is pretty epic and like the story behind it stuff. I thought that was good world building. Mm. I thought his city was really cool. Yeah. Oh, it was, was it called Telecon or whatever it was called? What? Uh, Tero, 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 Tero Khan or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. They say it with the accent, Braden. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 if I do that, I'll it's like piss so many people Khan off. or something. Um, I tell you what, though, Atlantis. Th- this has set a high bar for Avatar too. I'll give you. that. I don't think it has. By no, the way, everyone's no, saying it has not. Everyone's saying, think... "Oh, I think this has set a high bar for Avatar too." Ryan Coogler did not have to invent. CG uh, technology to re- un- record these underwater scenes. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I've I, seen scenes like this in every other bloody Marvel project of yeah, underwater look, shit. Aquaman. Just from, are, we, are, we out just, here, are we out here saying that Aquaman 2, no, sorry, uh, Avatar 2 is going to be out here defending Aquaman? Uh-uh. This is the same shit that's in Aquaman. Doesn't look any better than it did in Aquaman. And this Stop. does look better People. than Aquaman. Aquaman looked like shit. No, then Aquaman looked good. And this looks good. Look, and from, Ava, don't we got to stop comparing Avatar? We haven't seen Avatar. Too. I was going to say I haven't seen even it. seen it. Yet. I'm saying but, it's got a it's got a high bar. It doesn't I, though. I think from I think from the Avatar two trailers though that it, that's just it's just stunning. Like I wasn't the sitting there this like movie this is the water same looks as everything good. else that's come out in the past five years. But anyway, I will not take any future Avatar slander. <laughs> it's not welcome on this podcast. Not welcome. I absolutely loved what they did with Namor. They took a, or Namor, however it's pronounced, um, a such a character I couldn't give two shits about in the Marvel comics and everything. I've never really enjoyed him. I've never been interested in him. He's quite boring and weird. And their infusion of, like, Mesoamerican, like, Latin cultures, like, and that actor just absolutely crushed it. Um, yeah. needed more of him. I felt like he was barely in the film, though. Yeah, like it, you, I want more, and I want no more. And <laughs> stupid. Um, I love the Glad fact they committed to his stupid fucking little winged feet, and them just looking real silly because I you giggle he, every I, time they're on yeah. screen. But to be fair, I thought his action scenes were wicked. Like the zipping oh, around and stuff. His flying I, was cool. I thought the the attack on Wakanda were flooding it was the probably the peak of the movie. Yeah. Oh, um, that scene is. Yeah. That, I want to say that. I almost that wish that action. was finale. Yeah. I almost wish that was finale of the film. The, yeah. Like the, the last I do like that. I do like took that. Took place fight in like a flooded Wakanda. Final yeah. one. Because also that fight scene has severe stakes because there's civilian lives at risk. Um, yeah. In the in the final battle scene, it's kind of very isolated. Yeah, it's very and, out in um, the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so I, I really felt like if... That, that's even something you could cut out, you could rework. You could have the finale be their attack on Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And the flooding of Wakanda. That's really cool set piece. And that's, I thought that was that, that stuff great that they but did there. So, mm. Something I do want to bring up is because I saw a TikTok on it. And they have a completely different point to it. So I thought what they did with Chadwick and knowing they got, like, they got the blessing from his like, family and stuff yep. for it. And just dealing with it as quickly and painlessly as they could at the start. Like, like they'd practically be like, yes, he has died. Like, not dragging it out, not trying to, like, CGI him in or anything. But then I saw a TikTok, must have been the next day or something, and they were just like, I can't believe that they would just take his death and shove it into the movie to kill off his character. No, just, like, shitting on it. And I'm like, I thought that was the best way to do it. I thought that was the most respectful way to do it. They... They paid so much respect and care and, like, mourning for Chadwick through T'Challa in just the most mm. incredible way. Um, what what I, got you more? What hit you harder? The opening with the Marvel logo in silence with him is everything? <clears throat> or, the, or what they did at the end with Shuri? Oh, it's... I feel like they both hit... That that first bit with the logo treatment is with just silence is real fucking sad. No, um, the end the end is where the I end, teared up. The end is the spoilers. End. We're gonna go spoilers quickly if you don't wanna. If we're, we're gonna, the rest of it will be spoilers. It's just spoiler warning for the Black Panther Wakanda forever. Yep, skip ahead. Um, well, quickly before we, we, we before we do spoilers, what do we what do we give it? Just a clip. Uh, I was 
first off the bat, I was four out of five, but now I'm regressing to about a three and a half. I'm still probably sitting strong at a four, I reckon. And I'm at a very strong 4.5. Easy. Now, spoiler talk. Spoiler talk. All right. Well, I I thought the ending where it was, I thought the ending hit me much harder when it was Shuri reflecting and burning the the white cloth. Yeah. And uh, this story that they've told over this entire film about someone who was really struggling with the grieving process and like their part in T'Challa's passing, Chadwick's passing, it just the entirety of the film, by the time you get to that point where Shuri is reaching the point where she's grieving and she's sort of moving through the grieving process through their culture and everything, which is excellently done. Um, yeah, hundred percent. It hits so hard. Yeah. And then think, seeing the flashbacks. On yeah. Board. I think the song, yeah. the song over the flashbacks hit me. And then Did the they play a song over the flashbacks? Was I thought just... it was silent. No. Nah. Oh, on I the flashbacks, it was it was real quiet. It was like the the sound yeah, of the beach. Yeah, they didn't play the Rihanna crying. song. Yeah, and then Rihanna yeah, came in. Woo! Yeah, that. Um, oh, must have, yeah. Then then the song came in. Yeah, but I definitely uh, that ending hit me more. And then they they sort of give you a double tap with the mid credit scene. A mm. mid credit scene was the perfect way to recast T'Challa. It's yeah. it's so so perfect. Oh, the second that oh. They're so fucking, that's the best decision. So, so smart. Anyway, I thought, the to to stay on, I thought they just, at its worst, they tried to do too much in this one film. It's a, it's a lot the, of... There is a lot, lot of characters and a lot you of had, stuff There is there. a lot of characters, that's it. There's a lot of side characters as well. Yeah. And I found the ones that I wanted to see more from were the ones that weren't in it as much, which was being M'Baku. Oh, yes. he's the best. Oh my god, he's Winston Duke and is so good. Like just when they're sitting in the in the like the courtroom. Yep. And someone says something he doesn't like, and he just starts making the sounds. Yep. It's do gorilla noises at him. Oh yeah, they're like ooh, and like oh, great. They they are um, they are that group, and yeah, Winston Duke going from like the Jabari tribe in in the first film, him being like against them, like wanting to yeah. take the yeah. power. And then becoming real this savior and, and protector and part of the community. Yeah. And then in this film, seeing the next part of that where he's leading them at their worst, lowest point until Shuri mm. comes in. I yeah. So you had like I think we we had the 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 films at its best when it's exploring Shuri's grief and um and you know Wakanda's loss. Yep. And how they're dealing with it. Mm. That's where the film's at its best. If that was focused and refined on more, like, and that was kind of like, there wasn't everything with, obviously, that and the Tala Khan. Yeah. Uh, or is it Tala Khan? Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The Tala Khan. Story, yeah. Those yeah. two, in my opinion, should have been the only thing in the film. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think Riri's cool. Riri's great. I think, I think if we cut her out, it could be, or refine her role more. Yeah. Um, I didn't need to see her Mark II at the end. Yeah. Um, I thought, I also didn't love the look of the, her Mark II. Yeah, it's yeah. it's very interesting because they, like, obviously she's got a homemade suit, which she yeah. does. Mark one, And then getting the, like, Wakanda version. Yeah. Is, like, it's it kind of gave the same vibe as when we got, uh, we only had, like, Spider-Man's, like, main costume for like yeah. a movie or two and then all of a sudden it was like Iron Spider and it's like yeah oh I, I didn't even get time to appreciate that yeah um, um, so I, I assume say, though, they're saving her actual costume for her show yeah um, my um a fun little little design yeah my the thing the the peak of the movie where I went this is why I love this moment the most was when Shuri creates the thing, yep. the the Black Panther, the heart shaped herb, the, the heart shaped herb, and she finally creates it. And she sits down and she's looking at it, and you just know. And this is a credit to Latita Wright, who she's sitting there, she's looking at, it and she just goes, "This could have saved my brother." Yeah, she and she's like, finally made the thing that she was trying so hard to make. Yeah, and it's so like it's heartbreaking, and 
it it really it puts her in that mindset of what happens then when she goes to the ancestral plane and everything. It's Inc- yeah. leaked months and months and months ago. I never saw. See, I never saw any. Brandon, I'm in the same boat as you. Oh my god! I was. I was not I was expecting it. So Lord. So within this leak though, was also an apparent Doctor Doom post credit scene. Oh. Yeah, so this is one of the things I got right. The things in the leak included pretty much the whole story. I uh, included Riri's role. Yep. Included ta- um the what what are, what is his people called? Um, Namor's people called? Oh, I can't. Then, Namor and his little little, little his band gang. of misfits and his crew. Um, and his crew flooding Wakanda. Yep. That was all in the leak, and then obviously it was um. It was uh when Shuri goes to the ancestral plane. It was mm. Killmonger. When I read that, I went, that's really cool. What a, what a cool way of doing it. What, cool. what a real way to mess with Shuri. Mm. And then but, they uh, just actually fucking do it. And, yeah. oh, it hits. Like, and also, it's one of those things where you're like, like, throughout the film, they've said, like, death is not the end for their culture and their people. And, like, everyone was kind of annoyed when Killmonger died at the end of Black Panther because he was a cool villain who probably could have done some more interesting things and Marvel has and a more, problem with killing their villains. And more Michael B. Jordan's always a good thing. Exactly right. Feed me Michael B. Jordan all day, on, every day. On the note the of Creed 3 trailer people, played before the film and I was very excited to see it on the big screen. We, we didn't get the Creed 3 trailer. Didn't you? No. Did we, get Michael? we got Shazam. Yeah. And oh, they played too many trailers, by the way, Mike. No, too many trailers. Sorry, too many ads. We got yeah. all ads, uh, no trailers. Yuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got weird. the Avatar. Tra- I think we got the Avatar trailer. We yeah, did. we got the we got Avatar, Avatar trailer. and Shazam, and Shazam. I genuinely reckon they're the only two that we got. They're the only two we got. Yeah, I think we got Avatar and Creed, and that was about it. But Creed was real. Yeah. Good. On on the yeah. on the note of killing people, they killing quite oh, right. a few people in this. Like I wasn't I expecting. It. So bad for Shuri when her mum died. Oh I my went, oh, god, another one. I went, oh, hasn't this girl been through enough? She's already at such a low point and is struggling so hard. And then you just, you give her the greatest challenge that you can, like, and you got to think, like, her dad already died years ago as well. Yeah. She's got no one. She's the last of her family. Her whole family Mm. is gone. She's got a nephew she didn't know about. That's about it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, she is. I guess it's sister-in-law as well. And she got Lupita Nyong'o, which she was she was also great too. Like yeah. when she rocked up, she was incredible. Yep. Um, yeah, great returning. seeing her again. She's they explained why she kind of disappeared for a long time there. Yep. A very smart, very very well handled. Um, mm. Yeah, they they really that that's the thing they wove around so much of the like interconnected greater MCU stuff, and then just had to have the next like big bad who's tying together new things in the MCU rock up for a bit. And yeah, uh, we're already in you... spoilers, so uh, Yeah, cut her and cut Martin Freeman out. Yeah, Julie I... Louise Dreyfus, like just I get that she's putting together the Thunderbolts, but no one gives a fuck. Not in Black Panther. Not in Black Panther. Yeah, yeah she's not care in Black Panther. At no point in Black Panther Wakanda Forever is she recruiting someone for no. Thunderbolts. So you are unnecessary for also, setting up the greater plot. Martin Freeman doing an American accent, throw, every time he opened his mouth, it threw me. Yeah. Because it just doesn't click. It do, like, doesn't compute in my head. It's real weird still. So, uh, I, I want to say with, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Phase, Doctor Strange. Yeah. phase five finishes with um, Thunderbolts. Phase does. So does is what is Captain America two coming out? Or sorry, the new Captain America. It is. Why are we not focusing more on her in Captain America? It, it's like in Guardians. If she shows up and she has a role in Guardians. Jesus, she, that would be why? the No, surely Guardians has a tease of something Kang related. Because I think Oh, then we got the trailer for um Ant Man and the Wasp as well. Oh we did oh, have we got that. that. Too, yeah. we, we, got we had um, three. And oh, oh, I got Jonathan Majors twice and I got Michael B. Jordan twice and I was happy. Um, like, we still got Quantumania. I'm sure she'll rock up at some point in a post-credit scene for. 
Surely not. They're setting up Kang for the big stuff. I don't know. And then we've they got, can't but like, dip. think of, she's got to show up more times before Thunderbolts, right? Yeah, this I imagine have... she, she'll probably show up in another, what's the next series coming out? Uh, oh, she'll probably pop up Secret in Invasion. Secret Invasion. So we've got Secret Invasion, Quantumania, Secret Invasion, Guardians 3, Echo, Loki, The Marvels, Blade, <laughs> Blade, if it's ever happening. Yeah, bless. They've gone through directors like nothing. Um, oh, Ironheart. Agatha, Coven, Coven of Chaos, Daredevil, Captain America, New World Order. Yeah. And then Thunderbolts. Yeah. I have a feeling Captain America, New World Order, and Thunderbolts are going to be much tied to more, way more tied together than we think at the moment. I yeah. can definitely see that, um, which I it's, think will be a shame because of... I think it might take away something from Sam and Bucky's stories. Well, Bucky's going to be in the Thunderbolts. Yeah. So. True. Oh, well, then hopefully we actually just get Sam, just Sam-centric for Captain America. Mm. That'd be sick. Mm, that's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting, that one. Mm. Um, and hey, yeah, sure hey and- uh, coming out with uh, making sure everyone knows Namor is, in fact, a mutant. Love that. Oh, yeah. It's good yeah, stuff. They, they ate the fruit, didn't they, with him? Yeah, they, they, yeah. they did indeed. They took, they took a sip. Suckle that nectar. Um, Suckle the fruit. Anyway, Black Panther Wakanda kind of Forever is great. Everyone should go watch it. Um, it's sad and a good time. Yeah. Definitely. Mainly yeah. sad. Yeah. Uh, Alex, as a break between uh, us rambling about uh, new movies that we've seen, uh, Michael, what have you been watching? Um, just caught up at another two episodes of Andor. Good work. So, good work. We had the lead up to and the highest episode. Don't spoil anything. I'll still go to watch. Yeah. You do. Well, don't worry, Alex. You can watch it on. Did you see this? They're putting episodes of it on like cable. Did I drop out? My internet drop out. Yeah. Bless. Um, I thought that was my internet for a second. Then I saw Choppy's like smirking. I was like, oh, good. That's not me. No. Um, did you see that they're, they're putting what on cable? They're putting episodes of Andor on cable because they're so happy have cable. with the show that they're putting, they're like getting it in front of more audiences. Oh, that's nice. Good, that's good really cool. Um, anyway. Disney need more, more audience. Yeah, I don't, it's Disney Plus, mate. Like the people who want to watch it have already watched it or are about to watch it anyway. But, um,. Yeah, God, I'm so, I'm so looking forward to season two. Uh, yeah, Michael, the episode you just watched is, oh. it is it is good. It is very good. Um, visually, like a the place they're filming in mm. is already gorgeous, and then what they do with the sky is yep awesome as well. Like they just look sick, and then obviously they're flying through it. Yeah, and it's just get a nice little chase scene. Good. Yeah, good. It's but a they. That, uh, they really, uh, they really hit home on like how to do a good heist episode. Yeah, and like the fact is that it this is set up for like what an episode and a half. It's yeah, or yeah, episode and a half. He's sort of towards the end of episode three. Gets there. Episode four is like the whole sort yeah, of like lead up, getting training introduced to into it. it. Yep. Yeah, and then yeah, episode six we got. Oh, episode yeah, episode four then. Uh, I can't remember where I'm at. Episode five was the highest thing. Um, but yeah, no, very enjoyable. I'm getting like as I'm rolling through it, I'm getting more keen to keep watching it. Like, there's nothing that's stopping me from watching it. But every time, like, they do something good, and I'm like, oh, I want to see more. Yeah, I want to see more. And like, just Andor himself, like, such a shady, shady, like, closed off, reserved character. He's got it's, a lot going on. He does. And, the whole little thing at the end, like the end of that episode. Yeah, it's good. Ooh, I'm I'm excited for you to watch more, Alex. I'm excited for you to watch Andor. Um, okay. he'll, he'll get I'll around to all people, the shows. I'll tell you what people shouldn't be excited about. It's the uh, the Studio Ghibli and Star Wars uh, team up that they uh, announced uh, late last week. Uh, people online were like, "Oh my god, Studio Ghibli's doing a Star Wars thing! That's sick!" And they were like, yep, cool. It's, uh, it's, it's coming out this weekend on Disney+. Plus. 
it's a uh, it's a it's a short, uh, and it's about Grogu and the Dust Bunnies who appear in a lot of Studio Ghibli films. And everyone's like, "Cool, yeah, awesome." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's interesting. All right, I'll, I'll give that a watch." And then I go to Disney Plus, and it's three minutes, including credits, and it is basically no more than a pretty screensaver. Uh, it is absolutely nothing. And uh, the folks over on the uh, Letterboxd reviews uh, really hit home with it uh, because people are either like, yay, like Studio Ghibli and Star Wars, my favorites together at last, finally. And then there's others in there being like, this is nothing more than brand recognition and designed to be tweeted and for people to say, oh my God, that company and that company. And it's quite cynical, but it's quite real. So Interesting. So yeah, I, did, I uh, did see it pop up on your letterbox and I was sort of yeah. confused for a moment. Yeah. Uh, I, when it's not a movie per se, I put it on letterboxed. Like I did it with Werewolf by Night. I put that up there, but I didn't give it a rating because it's not really a movie. And I gave it a little heart. Uh, this one I did not give a little heart. I thought it was such a waste of three minutes. Rough. Absolutely yeah. rough. Bless. Um, but uh, no, uh, Alex, we got sent to a preview. Oh, well, can I talk about what I've been watching first? Oh, yeah, if you want to get in there first. Yeah, well, you know, we'll, we'll bookmark of what we've been finishing, or what we've been watching. All right, Michael got to talk. I don't get to talk much in this show. <laughs> and... I really time. feel like I was. My voice was just silent then. Oh, I'm. Um, oh, oh. That's kind anyway, of that's a bad that wasn't joke a segue. No, that on. wasn't a segue. No, that wasn't a segue. Don't worry, don't okay, good. <laughs> um, I'm gonna rack. I'm just gonna run down the list of what I've been watching this week. Rack them off. Actually, got actually got some things to say, guys. Got something we're here. We've got good things to say. Can I also make a request yeah. for you to delete the uh, the nicknames in our Michael's buckets Why? can stay. Why? There's nothing wrong with us. I don't want to be known as the white polar bear. No, you're just white polar bear. There's no the. <laughs> you're, just, you're just white polar bear, bro. If you don't like it, mate, bloody. Thank you. All right. All right. Now I've got to get rid of mine because I can't just be sitting there. <laughs> you can just be the whitest if you want. Nah. Good work. All right. You brought the show. You should pull the show down for that, Braden. You. You know Aaron's what? Aaron. But you. I feel better about it. All right. I watched Get Smart. Um, the, the Steve, Steve Carell, Carell film? film? Is it... Yeah. Hell yeah. Did anyone watch it recently? No. Not recently. What, do I have a feeling that we all watched it at one point? I don't think so. Maybe. I don't, no. think I've, I don't think I've watched it since I was a kid. It's not very good. No. It's fine. Steve I don't Carell remember anything from it, so. Anne Hathaway's gorgeous, and Steve Carell does a lot to save the film. Yeah. That's my takeaway of it. Isn't The Rock Moving in on. it? The Rock is in it, and so is The Great Carly. That's right, oh. The Great Carly. Yeah. Wow. Next up, I, re- I watched In Bruges. On the oh, weekend. yeah? Great movie. Not sure if we've all, have we all seen In Bruges. No. No, I still need to watch it. Chris is the one who loves that one. Yeah. Oh, and me. Not my. I, I think it's my sec. It's my second favorite Martin McDowell film. Um, number one being Through Billboards. Yep. Nice. And then being in Bruges, and then Seven Psychopaths. Very excited for his new film coming out this uh, in a few weeks called The Banshees of Isherin with Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. It's about. It's set in like, where is it, man? It's got like the just the most basic premise. Mm. For a movie, right, on a remote island off the coast of Ireland, uh, two friend, uh, one, two, uh, sorry, one friend suddenly puts to an end their lifelong friendship with the other friend. Like, what a premise! With, yeah, yeah, that's it. And it's set in like, in like olden times, and it's just Brendan Gleeson going, "I don't want to be friends with you anymore, Colin Farrell. And if you if you come and try to be my friend and talk to me, I'll chop your fingers off." Interesting. That's the Damn. movie. So I'm very excited for that because the these it's the same two main actors from Bruges. Yeah. And I'm very excited for that. That's cool. I can't remember Next who up. it was recently, but I heard someone recently be like, 
Oh yeah, that three billboards movie. I fucking hated that. And I was oh, like, whoa, I haven't heard that opinion on that. So they're the worst. Yeah. They don't they don't get good filmmaking. There you go. And and if you ever find out who that is, I don't want to ever be in the same room as him. I'll I'll try and remember, but I probably It was won't. actually Braden himself who was just trying to test the water. Oh, <laughs> I still haven't seen it. <laughs> you should. Right. I should next up. We watched Whiplash on the weekend. Hey, because Whiplash is incredible. You were yes. watching we this Whiplash. when we were trying to have a board game night, and then I watched it the next day. Good work. So Whiplash, incredible. Uh, love Whiplash. Everyone should watch Whiplash. Uh, Damon Chazelle's best film. Such Go a Whiplash. Be- better than La La Land. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. Miles better, right? Oh, La La Land. Yuck. So much better than La La Land. Next up. This is my final one before we get to the what Brayden and I watch. Horrible Bosses. I watched. Okay. Horrible Bosses is great. It's great. It is great. I like great. I really Charlie like Day, that Jason Sudeikis. Um, you know, it was the other one. Uh, the other one? Jason Bateman. No, not Jason Bateman. Is it Jason Bateman? It's Bateman, right? Yeah, Bateman. Yeah. Uh, yep, they're, Jennifer... all, they're all great. Jennifer Aniston's in it. Colin Farrell also in it. Um. Oh, he and, plays the uh, shithead son, doesn't he? He plays the shithead son. Yeah. Um, almost unrecognizable as Colin Farrell. Um, and then, you know, it's one of those films that if the Kevin Spacey controversy did anything and all of his eerie stuff, um, you know, it makes, it makes you hate Kevin Spacey more, more than this film already wants you to. Damn. So, <laughs> that's impressive. So, yeah. As someone who so, only yeah. recently watched uh, Seven, uh, that's impressive. Because mm-hmm. uh, when he pops up in that, holy shit, I, I so, flipped yeah, my so, lid. Yeah, Horrible Bosses, still great. Speaking of Horrible Bosses, Brayden and I watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Got sent to a press screening this week. Oh, my Lord. I mean, you're not wrong. I'll give you that. Oh, boy. That's the reason why I wanted to go in the middle. Good, good work. <laughs> Good work there. Uh, yes, we got sent to a preview screening of the uh, the new film coming out uh, called She Said. She Said. Which is about say, the uh, the New York Times investigative journalists who uh, broke the story on uh, Harvey Weinstein and his horrific ongoings at uh, Miramax. And Sorry, a lot of the letterbox reviews are just that's what she said. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, uh, this is obviously based on true events, like dramatized and sort of nipped and tucked and edited for a book and then for a film. A film. Um, tell you what, though, they do an excellent job of representing everything in there really, really well. Um, I wow, it's a it's one of the ones that grip you, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and hooked? especially for me because it wasn't until uh when we actually sat down in the cinema, I hadn't looked at anything for this movie, and just looking at the poster on the screen before the film started, I read it and thought, and then I looked at Alex and went, "Oh no, is this about Harvey Weinstein?" <laughs> like, because I didn't know, and then the film started. And they start with, as it was at the time, uh, all these stuff about Trump. And I was like, fuck, is this what this movie's about? And then it was about the Harvey Weinstein stuff. Um, But yeah, uh, seeing the process that they went through to get this story to print at all um, is phenomenal because you you can see these, these people working so hard because they believe that they can really really make a change with this and they at the time they had no idea that it would be such a turning point and it shows the um like the fear that the industry put on these women for speaking out yeah oh my god the whole film is about like needing like the all the women gladly talk to them and share them with their experiences but only if it's off the record yeah um, yeah, they, they, they don't want to be named. They don't want their name to be the only name. Uh-huh. And so a, that's, lot, a lot of and, the film. Oh, they, they nail like the, 
tension and how just rough it is of them just trying to get these women to work together and just someone to just take that step. Oh, I was surprised how many big names they threw into it. Yeah. Then that how many they mentioned. Like Paltrow, I was a big one they mentioned. Yep. Uh obviously Rose McGowan was one of the big ones. Yep. Um Rose McGowan plays uh Tatum in Scream. Yep. Um it's true. And and yeah, and um like they And obviously you have Ashley Judd playing herself. Yeah. Which was like perfect. It was it yeah. was it was great. Uh, everyone in this film acts their ass off. Like, goddamn. Mm-hmm. There's some... Almost everyone. Well, almost everyone. Uh, there was one person. There's one person that I kind of went, oh, my friend. Which one it was, was that the one? Husband, the husband that she meets in the driveway when he's on the front lawn. Uh, talking. Yeah. He was like, oh, oh buddy. That's, a, that's tough because that was also a really complex character to try and play yeah. in that type of yeah. scene. Like, that's a... That's a really tough, like, you look at that script as an actor, and that's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like they did an amicable job. Like, they, yeah. they got through it. Um, but, yeah, there's some really tough scenes in here. They, they obviously don't, they don't actually, like, show or visualize oh, God, the no. horrific yeah. events. They mm. actually very smartly... Um, like ha- handle that where uh, they utilize shots of like empty rooms of like suggesting that that's where these things took place and yeah. just seeing these empty spaces sort of showing this like emptiness that it made in them is, I thought it was really powerful and they did a really good job with it. Um, and it was a great way to handle such heavy subject matter. Um, I thought Carrie Mulligan was excellent. Oh, knocked it out the park. Mm-hmm. Um, truly, truly just really, really good. Um, shout out to the Impressionists, who... Uh, that's a tough, that's a tough gig. You got to impression Trump in a way that isn't just like a funny way, in a way where like when, it, when you hear his voice so early in the film, like it's over the phone. I, there was a moment where I actually thought it was a recording of Trump. Yes. Um, and then the heart, later, the later Weinstein on double. with Weinstein is, it's, it's, it's tough. It's really tough to listen like, to. It's all about him from day dot. Like, oh yeah. This, like, yeah, it's the Harvey Weinstein investigation. Yeah. That's what the film is. Yeah. It's a, it's about that article that came out and then the Me Too movement followed it um, they didn't even mention me too though which i thought was very interesting yeah i i thought i thought uh me too and time's up they could have shoehorned into this film but they didn't yeah they really could have where this film chooses to end i think is quite smart uh the the way it actually physically ends is like you know quite cheesy very movie-esque is it them? They just click the button. Yeah, like them okay, just cool. clicking publish. Like, I get it. Like that is where yeah. the story, like the story, is then out into the world. Would have been better if they just put the article on screen. Yeah, uh, Alex had this thought immediately after the film uh, because they give you the like, you know, they hit publish and then they give you the thing where they're like, after this article was published, eighty-something women, women and then uh, all the like, they give you the facts of like what happened. Next. Yeah, like he's now serving this much time, but he's the still story got trials is so, here, here, here. so integrally about getting this story to the point of getting it published that when they hit the publish button, I do agree, Alex. I thought it would have been really powerful to just show the article on the mm-hmm. screen and to scroll through it slowly so that you could just read it, like the Star Wars crew. Yeah, well, yeah, basically. Like, I think, it, I think that could have been really powerful. Um, mm. But uh, I, I still think it was a, a... They nailed the tone of that ending. Like, mm-hmm. you absolutely fucking despise this poor excuse of a human, of Weinstein. And 
And the people around him. Oh, the enablers. my God. Like the lawyers and everything. Just horrendous. And We don't like lawyers. No. No. Uh, we don't like men. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. But that's another thing this film does really well is they're not just full-on anti-men because that's a pretty easy stance to take in this sort of situation. No. They really give you a broad spectrum of, like, people in this world um like you get your guy who is like really incessantly hitting on you at the bar and is being like quite very very rude and very very forward and very gross and then you're also getting this loving caring father who's supporting their wife as they're working on like the story of their entire career and supporting them when they have to go and leave for work and everything, like amongst their own tough work. Like this is a story that really shows and represents the hard work that these women went through as mothers alongside like hardworking journalists. Like, oh, it's, it's just excellent. Um, but yeah, uh, I think I gave it a four and a half as well. Yeah, I gave it a four. Yeah. I really enjoyed this film. Yeah. I it's one of those things I think we said afterwards, like that's one that I wouldn't really actively seek to rewatch. Um I would want to show it to someone and I would probably watch it again in that context, but like it's pretty like <laughs> rough material. Like it's Very. not a it's not a pleasant event to remember. It goes and in, think it back goes on. in the in the category with Spotlight, uh, where they're very well-made movies, uh, but I wouldn't watch them all that often. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't... Like, I haven't, I haven't even seen it, because, like, I haven't been in a mindset ready for it, but, like, I wouldn't just put on Schindler's List for, like, I an evening's watch. List. I haven't seen it. Like, yeah, that's how much... Either. That's how much that but, film... Oh, aren't we a great pop movie podcast? Um, we've gone through the films that we haven't seen and we all know that Michael and I are the worst. Um, <laughs> we are um, pretty bad. But no, I do think... I haven't seen E.T. I, I would say She Said is like almost a must-see film, but like you do need like some warning going into it. <laughs> yeah, a bit of warning's good. Yeah. But yeah, it's... I think it I think it tells a really, really important story and uh gives some really good uh context and representation around that as well. So go see it. That's a that's a that's a Braden guarantee. Go go see She Said and then go see the most recent uh blockbuster uh action movie uh also about um grief. My top three my th- last three mo- watched movies on Letterboxd are just about horrible people in power. Yeah. Where you've got you've got Whiplash, yep. horrible bosses, and she said. Yep. That's very <laughs> true. It's gonna be top four when I finish watching Horrible Bosses Two tonight. But, but what will you follow it up with after that? What's another story <laughs> about horrible Bad people men, in power? But, uh Bombshell with Char- with Charlie Saron and uh and all that. That's also, that, that is in the same bracket. I didn't ever saw that, that one, but. Or that movie with, that the guy was saying when we were leaving the theater. Oh, yeah, this guy, we ever heard this guy being like, oh, yeah, it's like, it's like this movie that they, like, oh, what, what was it? It was assist, Assistants or something. The Assistant, the Assistant, I'm pretty sure. And he started talking about it to this person he was with, and then he just went, but I don't think it was as good as that one. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, I, I, well I, we're going to watch The Assistant then. I won't watch that then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's uh it's it's been a it's been a good week for movies. It's been a good week for movies. We've got a good month and good time coming out for movies. Yeah. Coming out soon. We've got uh the Fablemans coming out. Uh well, I don't know, it's fucking Australia, isn't it? Probably coming out in January at this point. <laughs> yeah, probably um, for us. It's Spielberg's new film. The the partly autobiographical one about his life. Mm-hmm. That's coming out. Uh, we got uh, the one I was mentioning before with Colin Farrell coming out. Yep. We got uh, Knives Out 2 coming out. Yeah, I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting that yeah. thing's coming out. Yeah, Avatar 2 coming out. That is going to be insane. 
Mm-hmm. We got a lot of movies, a lot of lot of big movies coming out. Is that uh, too Damien now Chazelle. just a month away? Or less than a month? Uh, n- come, all right. Well, if, if you guys want to do something next Wednesday night, they're playing, Hoyts are playing a screening of it. Of Avatar 2? No, Knives Out 2. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Did, um, you say ni- did you say Knives Out 2 or Avatar 2? I said Avatar 2. Oh, well. We're like a month away from about, Avatar 2. I'm talking about Knives Out 2. But yeah, uh, <laughs> Knives Out 2. Yeah, that, that, uh, I am keen on that. I, do, I really enjoyed that first one. Yeah. And they, and just checking here, it looks like Palace Noble. They've got a advanced screening of the Spielberg film on December 13th. Cool. So if that's advanced screening, then definitely January. <laughs> yeah, definitely January for Australia. Wow. Uh, yeah. Bless. Uh, and then uh, I, I guess I'll be uh, just uh, going into my cocoon and waiting until February for the next uh, Marvel property to come out. Yeah, you go into your cocoon. Yep. You uh, do that. Have we got any update on uh, when The Flash is meant to be coming out? <laughs> Still coming out next year, apparently. Oh, boy. Either June or July, one of them. Oh, oh I, I really, James Gunn's got some tough work ahead of him for uh, getting that DC shit back mm-hmm. on track. Mm-hmm. 100%. Oh, well. Nice. Well, guys, I think we did it. I think we did it. got anything that we'll talk about? No. No? Okay. I'm good. We all good? All good. Braden, Michael, Michael, you, you brought us in. You wrap us up. Oh, no, I don't know what to say. <laughs> All right, Michael. You only sit here and listen to it every week. Let's, yeah, let's, gu- but... let's, let's guide you through this, okay? All right. Uh, Thank you, everybody, so... for listening to episode oh, you're doing great, 180 you're doing of Millennial Movie you're Talk. Good. You're doing good. Uh, check us out in all your podcast services of yeah. choice, where, yeah. wherever they be. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget to subscribe on... YouTube. YouTube. Leave yep. a comment. We'll answer your questions if there is one. Ring that little little notification bell. Alright. Yeah, that's pushing it. Come on, come on. One yep. task at a time. That's fair. Yep. Alex is on the next one. Is he? Yep. You wanna take photos of me? You wanna follow? Yeah, you gotta follow what? follow us follow us on all our social medias. Yep. They'll be linked somewhere for your convenience if Braden does it. Don't forget to give us money on Patreon. Alex really likes your money. Jeez, it's like talking a, a preschooler <laughs> through a, a <laughs> presentation, isn't it? Do you go it on, is. Add, add Michael on Facebook because he needs some social experiences. Oh, I do. I do. You can't He's getting quite lonely. Bless. Um, <laughs> well, with that, <laughs> as it. always. That's it. I'm Alex. I'm Braden. And I'm Michael. And that's just go before you. Michael embarrasses himself more. Goodbye.